0: Katie?
1: Well, have you ever heard of a history podcast?
0: Where we talk about stuff from history that you may or may not have heard of.
1: Stuff, things, people, events, inventions, all sorts of things.
0: Though so I'm going back to the original remit and picking a person this time.
1: Nice. Yeah, I might do a person next time as well. So <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of people, but how are you?
0: Yeah, not too bad. I have re entered the world of work for a bit. For just to occupy my time (laughs) (laughs) how are you doing
1: i'm all right yeah i'm also at the office well the library i'm and that's been fine (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to the cinema twice next week which is good
0: it's exciting
1: yeah um got my vaccine on saturday you've had yours
0: oh yes
1: my arm came older than me
0: for about a week (laughs)
1: Did you get Pfizer?
0: I did get Pfizer. Yes, lovely German creation.
1: Yes, I think that's what I'll be getting too. So, uh, yeah, getting back to normality potentially.
0: Wow. (laughs) Slowly.
1: You're such a pessimist.
0: (laughs) I am a massive pessimist. (laughs) Just from like watching the news.
1: Don't watch the news. What I do is I listen to the Today program on my way to work. Um, Which is like from eight until nine on Radio Four, and they always have like niche news programs. I feel like I'm keeping up to date, but actually I'm not. It's like (laughs) they were talking about like um one point they were talking about like how the sales of like clotted cream have like exponentially gone up in the pandemic (laughs) or something, and and there's another one about like what will happen to gas stations once we all go electric, and there was some guy who has like a bar. In Manchester, which is an old gas station. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that's the sort of news that I want to that's keep up That's the sort of with.
1: news that, that I can get on board with, basically. <laughs> um, do you want to tell me about your passing then? Yes,
0: let's do it. So, obviously, still not really doing anything with I. So, Netflix is the main uh, point of uh, entertainment. So, this one I've kind of just nabbed almost entirely from a Netflix series. <laughs> on Rome so the nice. like, docudrama thing it's amazing it's the best docudrama I've seen like the the drama bits are really well done and they talking heads fantastic except they did have like a I'm gonna be sound really snobby here like they did just have like a journalist in there I was like why is there a journalist here like were you a journalist in the time of Rome <laughs> in
1: Roman <Yeah>. times
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that why you were here um, but yeah so I'm gonna do Caligula nice.
1: This week nice and it is Yay. a
0: wild ride I mean like uh like as a kind of like a uh, a little a little warning uh, i'm going to do like the sensationalized version of the history because it's more interesting than the like okay. than the, than the uh than what the historians are saying now so let's go with that cuz it's a wild ride uh <laughs> okay. so sounds can, good so caligula's born on the 31st of august 12 ad to G- germanicus and agrippina the elder in antium so, that was Monday modern-day Anzio of World War II fame, uh, and he was the third of six surviving children. So, Caligula had two brothers, uh, Nero and Drusus, uh, as well as three younger sisters, Agrippa the Younger, Julia Drusilla, and Julia uh, Levila. Um, Drusilla, like, whenever I hear that name, it just makes me think of...
1: Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer. Uh, yeah,
0: always. Yeah. Just always goes and to Her that.
1: terrible British accent.
0: Yeah, awful.
1: But, like... Iconic. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I mean, like. Awful and iconic.
0: It's what the English actors should have become, to be to, In all honesty. Uh, so, all his siblings play important parts in the story, so it's worth noting them. So, Germanicus, his father, was an incredibly popular Roman general. So, he was famous for his campaigns in Germany. I mean, obviously, the name Germanicus, Germany. Yeah. I mean,. It wasn't called was Germany there. at the time. No, no, no. But it's probably called Germany because of Germanicus, actually. I think it is. I think
1: didn't Caesar name it Germany. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And
0: Caligula's mother, Agrippa, was a prominent member of the Julio-Claudian dynasty. So that was a line that bore Rome's first five emperors. So that's Augustus, Tiberius, Caligula, who we're talking about now, Claudius and Nero. So being from a powerful family, Caligula was essentially born for power.
1: Yes, as you were in Rome.
0: Oh, yes. So during this time, Tiberius was emperor. So now he was not a popular ruler. While Tiberius was considered one of Rome's greatest generals who uh, conquered Pannonia, Dalmatia, Raetia, and, tempor- and parts of Germania. just is like temporarily, he kind of lost that during his rule. Um... But he was also considered a dark, reclusive and sombre ruler who never really desired to be emperor, so he was kind of reluctant for power, but he was just kind of like thrust upon him because of his bloodline. Um, So he spent the majority of his rule in Capri, essentially just like living it up, draining Rome's coffers, by doing very little in the way of public service.
1: I'm so jealous Um, Capri is absolutely gorgeous. I've been there. Have you? Stunning. Yeah.
0: I, I really want to go. I've heard good things. It's absolutely it stunning. In Capri.
1: But you're not allowed to wear flip-flops if you go. Here's a nice tip. Really? They've banned flip-flops because of the the cobblestone all around Capri. Oh right, if, fair when enough. When they've got tourists there they're all wearing flip-flops, it makes like horrible noise. So, <laughs> so it's just
0: the noise. It's nothing like to do the health or safety, like safe like
1: No, it's the noise, apparently, yeah. <laughs> fair
0: enough. Converse as it is. <laughs> <laughs> um so he was also hated for the expansion of the law of treason under his rule. So, punishment of treason was death, usually by uh, beheading, but along with the confiscation of property, and that's the important part. So, through these trials, he was able to basically just like enrich himself in the state. Um, but despite this, Tiberius had built also almost nothing during his rule. Nice. Uh, nor did he sponsor <laughs> lavish public spectacles uh, for the common people. Um. And even when you no know, festival came about and obligatory entertainments were kind of given, but he refused to attend uh, an action that people kind of just expected of emperors. He just kind of didn't turn up. Um <laughs> in his relationships with the Senate and other aristocrats, Tiberius was suspicious and unfriendly. So basically he was like disliked by everyone. <laughs> he was unpopular with the lower and upper classes of Roman society. So an interesting fact. Caligula was not born Caligula. His real name was Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Um, well,
1: I've got enough names. Jesus, All
0: the names. <laughs> Basically everyone that's like preceded him. It's just like <laughs> yeah. all of them. Uh, so at the age of uh, just two or three. So we're talking like a toddler here. Caligula accompanied Germanicus on his campaigns in Germania. The soldiers were so amused by the little Caligula dressed in a miniature soldier's uniform that they gave him the affectionate nickname Caligula, meaning little soldier's boot in Latin.
1: Oh, this is nice. I know, the tiny little soldier. Oh, little uh, soldier.
0: So Caligula, though, apparently... Grew to dislike this thick name. yet it's a name he's properly known by. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> just we just all hate him that much that we just remember him by a name he hated. Um so yeah, it's probably a bit of propaganda right there that's that caused that to happen. Um but anyway, so Caligula's life would experience a dramatic change on the 10th of October 19 AD, when his beloved father died suddenly. Oh. So according to Roman historian uh, Suetonius, he was poisoned by the ever-paranoid Tiberius' agents. Um, So following his death, Caligula was sent to live with his mother Agrippina. Uh, However, this arrangement didn't last long. So Agrippina was obviously suspicious about her husband's death and her relationship um, with Tiberius very soon uh, deteriorated. Uh, so basically, she just kind of like went around like just very vocally claiming their husband was murdered to promote Tiberius's son, Drusus Julius Caesar. Ooh, they all called Julius, all of them. <laughs> um, as is it. So basically, she spent time following Germanicus' Germanicus's death just supporting the cause of her sons uh, Nero and Drusus Caesar. Uh, so this exile to the island of Pandateria. Uh, well, Caligula's brother, Nero, would be exiled to Pontia, both in AD 29. Uh, Both would starve to death in exile. That's a horrible way to go. Caligula's oldest brother received an even worse fate. So he was imprisoned and confined to a dungeon uh, on the Palatine uh, in AD 30. Uh, He starved to death in prison three years later, having been reduced to chewing the stuffing of his bed.
1: Oh, great. that is not
0: cool. That is not a cool way to go. Mm. So, following his mother's exile, Caligula was sent to live with his great grandmother, uh, Livia, who was also Tiberius's mother. I mean, like it's all a big kind of inbred like mess. Uh, so, possibly to soften his uh, his ill will against uh, the man who'd like just basically decimated his entire family. So, Suetonius writes that after the banishment uh, of his mother and brothers, uh, Caligula and his sisters were nothing more than prisoners of Tiberius under close watch of soldiers. Uh, so in 31 AD, Caligula was remanded to the personal care of Tiberius on Capri. So Liberia died by this point. Um, so where, where he lived for six years. So it's kind of surprising that Tiberius did not have Caligula killed. I mean, he'd wrecked the rest of Germanicus' line, so keeping his son alive seemed, I mean, like, not wise if he wanted his own flesh and blood to uh, to see to the throne. According to historians, uh, Caligula was an excellent natural actor, and recognising danger, hid all his resentment uh, towards Tiberius. One observer said of Caligula, never was there a better servant or a worse master. So, it (laughs) seems that Tiberius noticed certain talents in Caligula as well, which is kind of like why he kept around. So, Tiberius had killed Germanicus so that his own line would succeed the throne rather than Germanicus's, uh, as I mentioned before so uh so this line of succession succession had been agreed under Augustus, who had preceded Tiberius, so it was all kind of like yeah pre like ordained before Tiberius like came to the throne yeah uh but Tiberius um although his son kind of like died quite early um wrecking like the uh, Tiberius' kind of like hopes of uh of having his son put on the throne. He did have a grandson, um, Tiberius Gemellus, uh, so he kind of like hoped to put him on the throne instead. But there was a story where Tiberius both asked, uh, asked both his grandson uh, Gemellus and Caligula what should be done about roving Germanic tribes. Gemellus foolishly called for a full-scale invasion of Germania, which would no doubt have resulted in disaster it had before. While Caligula called for a more measured patrol and force uh, enough just enough to deter any attacks. So perhaps Tiberius had hoped a pliant Caligula might prove like a useful advisor to his grandson. That's another reason why he kept him alive. But I mean, like, it's not sure. He's just kind of like pulling stuff from history and trying to work it out. (laughs) Uh, Caligula was also very popular with the people, being the son of Germanicus as he was. So perhaps he thought Caligula could shield the young Germanicus from from, uh, public resentment as well. Um, one other theory is that Caligula was already cruel and vicious at, the, at a young age, um, and Suetonius so wrote that when Tiberius brought Caligula to Capri, his purpose was to allow uh, Caligula to live in order, that he proved the ruin of himself and all men, saying that he was rising a viper for the Roman people. Um, so perhaps to ruin the reputation of a rival line, or even in some kind of crazy way, like a scorched earth policy. But I don't know why he'd want to do that. He's hmm. to ruin Rome. I mean, like, that seems like quite an extreme position, but it I don't was know. cross
1: and mean. <laughs>
0: Maybe that's what Tiberius wanted to do. So, by all accounts, during this time uh, in Capri, it is believed that Tiberius encouraged Caligula to engage in the more debauched variety of <laughs> uh, of sexy time. Um, <laughs> Those of you remember, this was Rome, and sexy time in Rome was... Very much go to Portugal go home. Um so I mean whether it kind of like overstepped the mark at this point, who knows? But he was kind of being pushed in that direction by Tiberius. Um I mean there ain't no smartphones in Rome, so you gotta make your own fun. Gotta make your own fun. Um <laughs> so, Killigan was briefly married to a woman called Junior claudilla so they married in uh 33 ad though she died in childbirth the following year so no um... oh
1: wait so the child died too
0: yeah yeah died so during this time king legula also cultivated an important relationship with one navius tutorius macro so he was a prefect in the praetorian guard so he used macro to whisper in the ear of tiberius to quell any suspicions in the aging emperor uh
1: Wait, a prefect?
0: Yeah. Did he have a, a badge
1: with like a pea on he it? He
0: did. He was uh, He was one of those guys with very smart the uniform. Oh, bit of a knob. Anyway, uh, whatever Macro said seems to have worked. So, in thirty-five AD, Caligula was named joint heir to Tiberius' estate along with Tiberius Gemellus. So it's weird. I mean, like he'd wiped out the whole of Germanicus's family except uh, line apart from Caligula and then decided to give him half of the throne anyway well anyway it's confusing I haven't worked out why I did that yet (laughs) we'll just move on so Tiberius dies on the 6th of March 37 AD so now Tiberius uh at this point Tiberius was 77 and pretty ill however Tacitus believes that Tiberius was smothered with a pillow by Macro to hasten Caligula's ascension to the throne. Suetonius, on the other hand, believes that Caligula did the deed himself, though, in all likelihood, the old and ill Tiberius probably just died from being old and ill,
1: as <laughs> he was old and ill. Probably.
0: <laughs> but back to my Macro, Caligula had Tiberius' will nullified with regard to Gemellus on the grounds of insanity, but otherwise carried out Tiberius's wishes. So now Caligula is just like sole emperor, and Gemellus essentially became Caligar's heir instead. Cool. He was kind of like adopted, became like his adopted son, even though he was only like seven years older than Gemellus. <laughs> but that's what happened in Rome. So, yeah. So now, Gemellus is Caligar's heir. Caligar is the emperor. So Sweet. he was proclaimed emperor by the Senate on the 18th of March, uh, 37 A.D. So he started off as a pretty good emperor. Um, so one reason he was loved was that he was the son of the great Germanicus, beloved by the Romans, all the way from the highest and noblest patricians to the equities to the lowest pleb. Uh, the other reason, because it was not Tiberius.
1: He was hated
0: <laughs> all the way from the highest and noble patricians to the equities all the way to the lowest plebs. Uh, so Caligula has been described by Roman historians as the first emperor who was admired by everyone in all the world, from the rising to the setting
1: sun. It's so kind it's... of like whoever comes after Boris is going to be less ridiculous exactly, than yeah. Boris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he, men- he entered Rome amid a crowd that hailed him Our Baby and Our Star Mother uh, like uh, amongst other nicknames. Our Baby doesn't sound like a great nickname, but I, I suppose it's quite nice in a way. Uh, so, Sotonius wrote that over 160,000 animals were sacrificed during the three months public rejoicing. Why? To usher in <laughs> the rain. I don't know. I mean, like, this seems like a bit of a waste. That's like a city.
1: That is not a real figure. I don't believe it. That's not real. Like, that is inflated.
0: Yeah, it's definitely no propaganda. There's no
1: way that that could feed, like, the whole of Rome. <laughs> So I mean like
0: a good start, a good waste of meat there and uh, and lots of hailing going on. Um, and he did he did rule well in the beginning. So, Philo describes the first seven months of Caligula's reign as completely blissful. That's a nice description, blissful. First, he burns Tiberius's treason papers in front of the Senate, promising he would not abuse his power like his predecessor, declaring that treason trials were now a thing of the past. So that's pretty good. He yeah. recalled all those who took Tiberius had sent into exile. Not surprising, considering what well, befallen his family. He paid huge bonuses to the military, including the Praetorian Guard, shoring up their support through favour rather than fear. Um, for the little guy, he helped those who had been harmed by the imperial tax system. He also put on lavish spectacles for the public, including gladiatorial games, all which Tiberius had refused to indulge in.
1: Yes. The other day, Matt was like, um, "So you know the Colosseum? Is it still like going? <laughs> like, is it still?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." And he was like, "Do they have other things like cock fights?" And I was like, "Also, no." Don't they also have to... illegal?
0: <laughs> Don't they have to, like put gigs on in the old building though?
1: Maybe, but definitely not like a gladiator fights or no, B cock that's fights. <laughs>
0: Big city wide like cockfights, the whole of Rome comes over and just animals just kick the crap out of each other.
1: I was <laughs> <just> like, that's <laughs> not even legal. Um
0: uh, he banished certain sexual deviants, uh, which Tiberius was widely believed to have been. A bold move, considering Caligula would end up being one of Rome's greatest yeah. sexual deviants, but <laughs> never mind. <What> the hell? <laughs> uh he also collected and brought back the bones of his mother and his brothers, uh, and deposited their remains in the tomb of Augustus. A little something for himself there, after public yeah. all the, public, after all
1: the uh, good he was yeah. doing.
0: <laughs> but this idyllic rule would not last for long. For seven months, to be exact, uh, well, that's as Feeble said, um, everything would change in, after Caligula felt seriously ill, falling into a coma. Now, we're not clear on what exactly befell him. It appears to have been a brain seizure of some kind. Some believe it was some form of extreme epilepsy, others hyperthyroidism, or perhaps he was just poisoned. Whatever happened, he woke from that coma a very different man. Uh Uh-oh. Now, no one expected killer to survive his turn. Wait, it wasn't like
1: that woman who woke up with a Chinese accent, was it? I mean, it's like
0: that, but a lot worse. (laughs) (laughs) So he's at Jamelis announced his intent to take the reins in the event of his cousin and adopted father's death. Because that's normal, isn't it? To be your cousin yeah. and your adopted father. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> uh, to be fair, this wasn't cricket. It wasn't kosher. No one should have been coming out with this kind of stuff while the Emperor still lived, regardless of his state. Um, but I mean, you know, there weren't any markets that needed calming back then, so you don't need to, to start talking about you know, transfers of power. Uh, but still, I'd say what happened next was a little extreme. So upon waking, <laughs> he heard about what Jamelis had been saying. So he immediately had his cousin rested. After letting Jamelis plead for his life, Caligula assured him that he would never harm his own flesh and blood. His own cousin, his own heir. Caligula could never harm him. And so instead, he had his Praetorian Guard force Jamelis to commit suicide basically like why are you hitting yourself up with a sword that was what happened to him
1: oh like socrates
0: yeah basically
1: <laughs>
0: stab yourself in the stomach so he basically went full to bite tiberius level power he had gemellus's and his own grandmother antonia minor and his own father-in-law marcus junius selenus uh, murdered um
1: if the you own... need to create a Roman name, just put us at the end. Yeah, that's
0: basically, it. Yeah. Danius
1: um, and <laughs> Catius.
0: <laughs> the only elder in his family left alive was Claudius, uh, his fifteen, his 50-something-year-old uncle, who'd never before had a whiff of political power. He'd have, he was affected with a limp and a slight deafness due to sickness at a young age, and had been ostracised by the family... And Caligula kept him around essentially as a castrated, not literally, uh, advisor and a laughing stock. So Claudius was the only member of his family that he kept alive. He also had the treason laws reinstated, revealing to the Senate that he actually hadn't burnt most of the records. He just burnt like, oh. some of them in front of him and kept most of them, like some kind of Bond villain. Um, <laughs> this way he could execute and exile all those that he saw as a th- uh, threat with impunity. He also had his old back buddy, Macro, murdered. The Praetorian guard who helped keep him alive uh, on Capri with uh, Toberus that guy, had him killed. Um, <clears throat> so, like, foolishly, in order to keep his position, he had pledged support to Gemellus when it looks likely that Caligula uh, w- might die. Uh, that was a big mistake. Caligula first tricked Macro by offering him a sweet, sweet go- governorship. I think it was in Egypt. Um so Marco hepped up, starts making his journey, and he's being intercepted by his old buddies in the Praetorian Guard. And just like Jamila, he's forced to kill himself. It's pretty cold. That is He's cold.
1: like, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just killed themselves. Everyone I mean, There's like, like a suicide rampage going on. Everyone
0: was just really sad. Uh, I tried to talk him out of it, but he just insisted that he wanted to stab himself repeatedly in the stomach. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in 38 AD, Kylia focused his attention on political and public reform. So he published the accounts of public funds, which had uh, not been made public during the reign of Tiberius. He also aided those who lost property in fires, abolished certain taxes, and gave out prizes to public uh, the public at uh, gymnastic events. So not all but bad. However, he also executed and exiled people without full trials. And basically, yeah, basically those bad boy treason laws. But those treason laws also had a financial component. So according to Cassius Dio, a financial crisis emerged in 39. Suetonius writes that the beginning of this crisis can be found in 38 AD, when Caligula started started out paying lavishly for political support. So his extravagance and his bid for uh, for allies had so basically exhausted the state's treasury mm-hmm. um other roman historians state that caligula began falsely accusing finding and even killing individuals for the purpose of seizing their estates and replenishing the coffers that he had drained yet still caligula insisted on living a life of opulence so we're talking about raucous parties mistresses and orgies here uh, <laughs> Now we mentioned this before, the Romans weren't squeamish, but even here, Caligula's appetites raised some eyebrows. So he'd often throw huge back- banquets and very blatantly take the wives of senators to his room for well, well obvious reasons. Just right <laughs> in front of them. <laughs> Basically, just like taking the full on piss. Um, <laughs> not content... <laughs>
1: taking the full on piss.
0: Not <laughs> <laughs> content with having every woman in Rome he wasn't related to. He also started sleeping with his sisters.
1: Oh, Grit. No, <laughs> so- not the sisters.
0: <laughs> Some believe this started with the elder sister Agrippa the younger. Now Caligula was struggling cons- to conceive an heir. Uh, it got so bad that he he basically just married um, the wife of uh, a Roman soldier who who was already pregnant. Uh, the Roman soldier had just died in battle, so basically, so he could just like have a ready-made son. Unfortunately, the kid died in childbirth, and so this plan didn't work. And so the legend goes, Agrippa got in his ear saying the power in Rome should stay firmly in the family.
1: Oh, After... grim. So it's her idea.
0: Apparently. I mean, like, I don't know how accurate that is. I mean, That's, like, It was
1: probably wasn't her idea. Yeah,
0: like a lot of like historians since I've like debunked it. Um, but I mean, like Roman historians have kind of said this. And it just adds to the story. And that's this is the story that the documentary told, so I'm just going to go with this one because the documentary was just crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, Griff is is So they The power of Rome, just stay firmly in the family. So, I mean, after all, that's what the way the, the Egyptians did it, right? Sisters married brothers. The whole line was one hinge, huge, inc- oh. uh, uh, incestuous mess. So why not make Rome that way? Um... Again, Ro- Rome was a crazy place when it came to sex, but incest was the one thing that they were not okay with. The one thing. They believed that incest <laughs> created monsters. They were like, "Then you have
1: gone too far. <laughs> yeah.
0: They believed that incest created monsters and demons. So they're basically like an, an ancient interpretation of like, the deformities and mental illness. Yeah, so. what
1: does actually happen? Yeah. But the
0: desperate and rather sex-obsessed Caligula agreed with Agrippa, so... But he didn't just start with Agrippa. He started sleeping with all three of his sisters, and his younger sister, Drusilla soon became his favorite. So he basically just started treating her like his wife, although she was already married to another guy called Marcus Lepidus. So, um, so you know, I had her like installed in the house. I gave her like all the the uh, the kind of titles of uh, of. Being like the empress wife like basically she became like empress and like had all like the political uh power
1: and everyone all the servants were just like this yeah.
0: is awkward <laughs>
1: so unfortunately he was
0: unfortunately he wasn't able to to, to conceive a child with is and she died on the 10th of june uh 38 a ad probably of an illness that was rampant at rome at the time um Coligny was said never to have left her side throughout her, a- her illness, and after she died, he would not let anyone take her body away. Just like crying over her corpse.
1: I mean, it was his sister slash wife.
0: Yeah, I mean, like double, <laughs> double, <laughs> <brief>. double
1: whammy. <laughs> also, you know, like having a double whammy. Oh yeah. You never have like a single whammy, do you? No. It's always a die. Just, to you know. So, heard that on um, the news quiz the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you don't." Maybe a, s-
0: a single whammy would be better, a more concentrated. If you're going to put whammy. all your effort into just one whammy rather than <laughs> two whammies, <laughs> <I> die. <don't know. laughs> um, so uh, yeah, well, I mean, like Caligula was very was badly affected by a lot. So he buried his sister with the honors of an uh, of uh, an Augusta. And acted as the uh, as the primary grieving widower, just kind of like pushing Marcus Lepidus out of the way. He is now the grieving widower. Well,
1: wow. um,
0: <laughs> uh, he had the Roman Senate declare her a goddess as Diva Drusilla, uh, deifying her as a representation of the Roman goddess Venus or the Greek goddess Aphrodite. So, following the death. Agrippa tries once again to take the top spot, but it's rebuffed, and so instead formulates the plot of the three daggers with Caligula's elder sister, Lavilla, and Drusilla's undoubtedly very miffed husband, Marcus <laughs> Now, we don't really know much about the plot, what, uh, what happens, uh, other than it failed. Agrippa and Lavilla are exiled, and Lepidus is executed for his troubles. So that is the end of his family. <laughs> They're all gone now. Eventually, Gosh. he would manage to produce one daughter, Julia Drusilla, named after his younger sister, with his fourth uh, with his fourth and final wife, Melonia Sisonia, <laughs> just Caesar with Nia on the end. <laughs> Melonia, Onia on the end. Anyway. Uh, so while Re- Rome faced a uh, financial turmoil... Caligula still ordered lavish building projects. While some were for the benefit of the, of the Roman people, most were just for himself. He had his face <laughs> plastered all over the place. He had great statues of himself built. In thirty nine, Caligula ordered a temporary floating bridge to be built to using ships as, as pontoons, stretching over two miles from the resort of Baiae uh, to the neighbouring port of Putioli, there you go. Uh, to rival the Persian king, Cersei's pontoon bridge crossing the Hellespont. That's uh, quite a good
1: idea, actually, to have, like, ships floating to make yeah. a bridge. Can we just do that to Ireland?
0: Yeah, <laughs> just That'll a be massive easier. pontoon bridge.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Caligula, who could not swim, then proceeded to ride his favourite horse, uh, just back and forth, wearing the breastplate of Alexander the Great. I mean, like, wherever floats <laughs> your boat, mate. That is vanity, baby. Uh, he also expanded his own palace, because I mean, like, who ne- I mean, everyone needs a bit bit more space, don't they, when they live in a massive palace.
1: But they've got all the orgies to host. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: though in addition to this, he did complete the Temple of Augustus, and the Theatre of Pompeii, and he began the aqueducts uh, of Claudia and Anno, Anio Novus, which are both considered engineering marvels. Um, he built a large race track known as the Circus of Gaius and Nero, and had the Egyptian obelisk, known as the Vatican Obelisk, transported by sea and erected in the middle of Rome. So I think that's still there. So that's quite cool. I mean, pretty like uh, ostentatious considering you have no money, but pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I don't see his money stretching much further.
0: Yeah, he also claimed to be himself divine and ordered Romans to worship him as a god.
1: I mean you can't just like make people gods. I know. Like, you, you can't, make you yourself can't just a god. like like A make yourself a god and B make yourself sister slash wife a god. Like yeah. it's not okay. You can't <laughs> just, just be like, right. Do you know who, who what I fancy doing today? <laughs> Making someone a god.
0: <laughs> so um It's all it's alright being emperor, I quite like that, but I think that actually I want to be a god.
1: Um, <laughs> can you decide that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I can't decide that. I think I'm a god now, so everyone has, so to, call me everyone a god. has to,
1: you know, pray to me and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So let me know, prayers. Anyone? Anyone got any prayers?
0: <laughs> but bes- despite being a, a self proclaimed god, his popularity had plummeted.
1: No way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now, how could a Roman emperor regain his popularity? Well, through conquest, of course. And of so course. he decided it-, it was time to invade Britain. It did not go well. (laughs) So Kaligano had a plan to lead the men himself, but it seemed the men did not trust him. At this time Britain was still a creepy island full of bizarre druids, and uh, Not wanting another failure like it happened under Caesar, the men refused to board the ships.
1: In I mean, we are still creepy druids. So yeah, we are pretty that's... creepy druids. I would love to live in a on a creepy island with druids. Yeah, Dan. I'd love that shit. Danius, it
0: would just basically be Glastonbury <laughs> at all times.
1: Just like, yeah, just everybody like. You know, just chanting and magic doing natural. spells and like <laughs> doing a big cookout like every night. It'd be sweet, It'd be sweet. Um, unfortunately, better than it this wasn't, wasn't <laughs> to be.
0: <laughs> As persuasion, Caligula ordered a whole legion slaughtered. Just kill a legion in front of the, all the other men, and they'll follow us. Luckily, his uncle Claudius was there to make him see sense. He made Caligula realize that. Were he to do that. The army would just slaughter him. Each and every noble there. They'd never make it out alive. And so Caligula acquiesced. However, he ordered all the soldiers that looked a bit like Britons. I don't know how that was defined. But anyone who looked a bit like a Briton to be dressed in rags, bound in chains, to look like captives from the successful campaign and march through the streets of Rome.
1: That's hilarious.
0: That's just going ridiculous, isn't it?
1: As you can imagine, that's amazing. <laughs> like it's this... so funny.
0: <laughs> this did not go down well with Rome soldiers.
1: <laughs> so throughout his his
0: reign, Caligula's actions as emperor were described as being especially harsh to the Senate, uh, to the nobility, and to the equestrian order. So just like all the nobles, he'd also pissed off a lot of like the low orders by just pretending to be a god, and through all his incest and various other things. According to Josephus, these actions had led to several failed conspiracies against Caligula. Eventually, though, officers within the Praetorian Guard led by Cassius Chaerea, succeeded in murdering the Emperor. So, along with Caligula, Empress Cisonia was stabbed to death. Their daughter, this is particularly harsh, harsh Julia, Julia Drusilla was also killed, having her brains knocked out against a wall. That's not cool.
1: That is... Um, Grim.
0: That is proper Grim. Uh, The plot is described as having been planned by three men, but many in the Senate army in a Christian order were said to have been informed of it and involved in it. So the plan originally had been to restore the Republic and restore power to the Senate. But this was not to be, because our mild-mannered and ageing Uncle Claudius wasn't as mild-mannered as Caligula believed him to be. No,
1: sorry, Bob. (laughs)
0: And to keep the Imperial line going, the Praetorian Guard installed Claudius as Emperor Claudius on the 24th of January, 41 AD, under whose reign, Rome would finally launch a successful invasion of Britain.
1: Come and get those druids.
0: <laughs> and that is the life and times of Caligula the Incestuous.
1: Caligula the Incestuous, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, who... Definitely, something went on when he was in his coma.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, his, some, like, he probably had like brain something. damage, right? Yeah, yeah. He just came out just completely in- like insane and paranoid. Yeah, what could have been? He was a good emperor at first, and then it just all went wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably shouldn't have, you know just stolen people's wives. Yeah,
0: that's not a good idea. Just right. Tried to again.
1: invade when it hadn't worked before. Just been
0: like Janicus, Janicus. I'm going to take your wife upstairs now, yeah?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks mate. And um, Janicus is like, "No." <laughs> and the wife is just like, "I am property." So <laughs> grim times. It's like that, you know, when you put like keys in a bowl yeah not that I've ever no. done that before that would be stupid <laughs> or don't have car keys for one thing but um yeah and like everyone just picks one out it was like that yeah. except he had the whole bottle <laughs>
0: oh yeah exactly he could just have <laughs> <laughs> the bottle was just for Caligula and wanted just sitting there he just, just
1: picks one sad. out one by one just like Ooh, <laughs> who's next <laughs> um, so what are you doing this weekend I um which is now oh, next no, weekend actually. for listeners
0: I'm going to um, I'm out. I'm going to have some drinks tonight, but I don't know what to do for the rest of the weekend. It's looking pretty empty.
1: Well, mine so is the hygienist tomorrow.
0: Really, having the teeth polished?
1: Um, which is horrible. No one likes going to the hygienist. No, it's so I've painful. never been
0: because I hate it. I hate <laughs> the idea. I just hate the idea.
1: I would probably go, Dan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to go really once
1: badly. every like couple of years. <laughs> um, and my jab. Um, oh, vaccine, yeah. vaccine number one but also Sunday Sunday's first England game it's coming home it's coming <laughs> um, which I will be not watching because I'll be having my jab at the exact time um, so yeah I'm planning on taking it pretty easy for the rest of it
0: um, very nice
1: yeah and cooking and stuff uh, any recommendations apart from Rome on um... Netflix um
0: let me think. Oh, new oh, I think I've already said that one. What did I say that one? I can't remember. I I've I recommended it to someone, I'm not sure if it was like the podcast or just an interview. What is it? And I can tell you. Uh like uh News of the World on Netflix if the film The Western with
1: um no. you, I not Hanks.
0: It. It's incredible. Really good. Really good okay. Western. I
1: sweet.
0: Thoroughly recommend it.
1: Uh, I would like to recommend Black Bear, which is a new Audrey Plaza film. It's you have to buy it. It's like three fifty to run on Amazon or YouTube, um, but it's really good and it's like an m- absolute mindfuck.
0: I'm gonna check out Love Audrey Plaza.
1: So She's yeah. amazing. She's she, it's like the first bit is like kind of dramatic and like you're like like kind of thrillery but kind of weird, and then. You know when a movie halfway through just gets weird,
0: <laughs> just hits and you're like surreal step.
1: What just happened? <laughs> I'm so confused. Like that that happened about halfway nice. through. So like pers- like persevere with it if you're like, oh, this is just like a drama thriller. It's not. It's gonna get weird. Um, so re- definitely recommend that if you like that kind of Charlie Kaufman style, you know weirdness.
0: I'm definitely checking that out
1: um and also i recommend subscribing to this podcast wherever you're listening to it apple spotify um google podbean wherever you're listening hit subscribe and leave us a review if you want to five stars would be amazing but absolutely no pressure whatsoever it helps with the algorithm
0: <laughs> it does helps us uh become more visible to all those other podcast listening types and you can follow us on social media at Have You Ever Pod on the Twitters and
1: Instagrams. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.